Hi, brothers and sisters. Um, I prayed earlier this morning that God blesses you this week, keeps evil from you, gives you all your needs. Um, I'm glad to see uh, anybody that uh, watches this. I prayed earnestly that he would only bring the people that he wants to draw to listen to the word today. So um, today we're going to Look, in, in Ephesians chapter 1, it tells us that we are sealed for the day of redemption when we receive the Holy Spirit. And in Acts 5.32, it says that He gives the Holy Spirit to those who obey Him. So, you know, when you accept Jesus in your heart, uh, you confess your sins, you believe that he died, was buried, and arose, then uh, you need to repent, as the word says. If you repent, you shall receive the Holy Spirit. And re repent means a turn from your sinful ways. And we do this by uh, numerous things. We, we need to renew our minds, because we're born with this carnal mind. And so you have to renew your mind. And once you renew your mind, God will renew your mind completely and renew your heart. Take that stony heart out of you and replace it with a circumcised, pure, loving heart. And then cast out that evil spirit and, and give you the Holy Spirit, which is part of God, which is part of Jesus. And you can speak to God direct in Jesus' name. So, and that's, that's an important thing. Uh, we need to pray. People don't like to pray. You need to pray every day. Brothers and sisters, if you had a child, and the child only came to you when he needed something, eventually you get tired of giving him what he needs because you want to have that personal relationship with your child. God's no different. We are God's children. And so he wants to hear from you all, every day, all day. Bring him into your life. Bring him into everything. Even if it's just... You're going to work and you're looking for a good parking spot. He'll help you. Nothing is too small for God. Nothing is too big. You just found out you got cancer. He'll help you. Uh, you just got to bring him into your world. And you got to praise his name. Uh, he likes praise. You need, the Bible says, do not forsake going to church. You know, you want to keep the Holy Spirit in you. You want salvation. Well, you know, he died for your sins. He just wants you to put aside a little time a day to pray, to read the Bible daily so we know how to please Him and do His will. And then he, once a week, He wants you to worship Him. You know, and worship Him in, in, in song. You know, many Christians that go to church and they just, they just are with their lips. They're not singing in the Spirit. You've got to see in the spirit, in your heart, in your soul, in your spirit. You have, it has to mean something to you when you're praising the Lord. Because all songs, whether they're modern Christian songs or old gospels, hymns, they're about praising Jesus, praising him. And so he wants to hear that praise deep inside. Don't deny the power of the spirit of God. Okay, so sing with the spirit. Another thing that we need to do as Christians to stay evenly yoked. Right? All right. So if you're hanging around with somebody who is, is not a Christian, more cases than not, the non-Christian is going to cause the Christian to sin. 
not going to be the opposite. So you got to get rid of evil company, brothers and sisters. Surround yourself with Christians, believers. All right, so we're sealed for the day of redemption when Jesus comes back for his church with the Holy Spirit. All right? So now we're, we're going to read Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26. For if we sin willfully after we receive the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. Now the sacrifice is Jesus dying on the cross for you and me. You have to have that sacrifice to make it to heaven. Right? So if we willfully sin after we receive the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. Now born-again Christian, like you and I are, okay, we sin rarely. We're not perfect. God knows you're going to make a mistake. And what? We ask forgiveness and then we're forgiven by the grace of God. We praise Him and thank Him for that. Now, the person who's not a Christian sins perpetually all the time. They have no conscience. They don't care. They're not worried about anything. They don't even believe in heaven and hell. But it's heaven is a real place. Hell is a real place. Right? Okay, so if we've been born again, and we have changed our lives and we receive the Holy Spirit, the devil doesn't stop tempting us. You get born again, you got the Holy Spirit. He's not giving up. He wants to steal, kill, and destroy what is God's. That's what the Word says, and that's what He does. And, and you don't want to end up like that, willfully sinning. Willfully sinning means go back to the way you were sinning before you were saved. Do you understand? Okay, so... If you are like that, life doesn't stop yet. You're still breathing. Okay, you have a chance to come back to the fold. As the prodigal son proves that, that if you do end up like that, you can come back and you can repent genuinely in your heart. You can tell the Lord as the prodigal son, I'm not worthy, Lord, to be called your son or daughter. But God himself will run to you before you reach him. And he will have a celebration and angels in heaven will be celebrating. So if this is you, brothers and sisters, change now. Don't wait until it's too late and he takes you in a car accident or cancer or whatever. And you know, you've got to be ready to meet the Lord at all times, brothers and sisters. Now in verse 29 of that same chapter, it says, of how much worse punishment do you suppose will be thought worthy who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified a common thing and insult the Spirit of grace? You see, that's what you do if you go back to perpetually sinning. It's like a seed that falls on the side of the road and gets swallowed up by the weeds, gets choked. You literally choke the Holy Spirit out of you, okay? And, you, you, and you're, you're going, well, I'm saved by grace. That's, that's stomping on Jesus' crucifixion for you. You're saved by grace. Man, Romans 6 says, we are saved by grace. Are we to continue to sin? It says, God forbid. If you sent your son or daughter to die for these people that aren't even his own, would you do that first? And then if you did, wouldn't you want the, them to obey you, to serve you, as the Bible says? We are slaves to Jesus, to God, or we're slaves to the devil. 
It's oil and water. It doesn't mix. You cannot serve the devil and God. Okay, you can't take this sacrifice that he did for you lightly. Right, brothers and sisters? So do what you can. Do the best you can to serve him. Now, one last scripture. In 2 Peter chapter 2, 20 and 21, it talks about the person who has uh, willfully sinned after we received the knowledge of the truth and, and has not come back to the Lord. This is what it says. For if after they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome. The later end is worse for them than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it and turned from the holy commandment delivered to them. You see, brothers and sisters, in other words, if this is you and you die in that circumstance, it's going to be worse for you then the person who doesn't even believe and never has became a Christian and never received the Holy Spirit in them. Do you understand? So it's imperative that if, if you are this prodigal son or daughter, it, God is, is welcoming you back. And you just got to repent, get rid of evil company, come back to him and he will receive you well uh, and angels will be celebrating in heaven. For the rest of you that are doing well, just keep, remember, pray up every day, read up every day, and keep the love of Jesus as Yeshua inside your heart, and we'll all be with each other and Jesus in the kingdom of heaven. Amen.